R&B star Neo is doubling down on his comments, condemning the so-called transition of children. Also, a 19-year-old from Wisconsin displayed amazing courage when he read the Bible at a Pride event a couple weeks ago, then was arrested for it, then took the next public opportunity that he had to share the truth of God's word at a city council meeting. Just amazing stories of people standing up for what's right. That's the theme of today's episode, which is brought to you by our friends at Good Ranchers. Go to goodranchers.com. Use code Allie at checkout. That's goodranchers.com, code Allie. Hey guys, welcome to Relatable. Happy Wednesday. Hope everyone's having a wonderful week so far. Just a reminder again to get your luggage tags to protect your luggage from the weirdo kleptos in the Biden administration who may be stealing your bags to wear women's clothing. But we have these luggage tags that we're selling on AllieMerch.com to ensure that that does not happen to you. We even have a video advertising that we played yesterday exactly what happens in these situations when Sam Britton preys upon the luggage at the baggage claim of these unsuspecting women and how our magical, wonderful luggage tag wards off any kind of theft from these crazy people that Biden sees uh, fit to lead our nation. Um, so check that out, AllieMerch.com. You should also be getting your shirts, Do the Next Right Thing shirts. I just got mine in, so I'm not even special. <laughs> I finally got my black and white Do the Next Right Thing uh, shirt in. My husband, Chief Relata Bro, he's going to be so excited about it. My dad wanted one too. This is great Relata Bro merch, ladies. If your husband has been waiting for merch that is not so girly for Relatable, then make sure you uh, you get him one at AllieMerch.com. Okay, talking about a few things today, um, I think some positive stories. I mean, this first story that we're talking about, there's some goods and there's bads to it, but it is a theme of people standing up for what is true and what is right. Uh, so this first story is about Neo. He reverses his publicist apology for comments against allowing kids to quote unquote transition. So before we even get into that headline, we got to back up because maybe you haven't seen this story. You don't even know who Neo is. So Neo is a pop and R&B artist. He's really most known for writing a lot of songs. Apparently he wrote uh, a few of Rihanna's greatest hits, but he also sang that song Miss Independent, not, okay, not Miss Independent Kelly Clarkson, not I-N-D-E-P-E-N-D-E-N-T, not that one, but another Miss Independent. You can look it up on YouTube and it'll probably jog your memory a little bit. Like she's got her own thing that I won't sing it all for you because I don't want to, um, show him up because I know that my rendition would be really good. Uh, but you can look it up and you'll be like, oh, I remember this from 13 years ago, however long it was that it came out. Um, so that's who he is. That's Neo rapper or pop and R&B artist. His real name is Schaefer Shamir Smith. 
goes by Neo, but he is going viral right now, not for any of his songs, not for his artistry, but um, a conversation that he had on Vlad TV with a woman named Gloria Velez. Uh, it featured him slamming parents who allow their kids to make quote unquote life changing decisions through gender quote unquote transition. So here is a clip of that interview that's got people just going wild. Parents have almost almost forgotten what the role of a parent is. Amen. It's like, OK, lost control. if your little boy comes to you and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl. And you just let him rock with that. You just let. Right. He's five. Right. And where did he get that if from? If you let this five-year-old boy decide to eat candy all day, he's going to do that. Exactly. Like, when, when did it become a good idea to let a five-year-old, let a six-year-old, let a 12-year-old make a life-changing decision for themselves? Uh, he goes on to say some very logical things like, okay, where does this end? What do we allow kids to identify as? Of course, kids aren't going to be able to make good long-term decisions. They don't have the capacity to do that. A very rational take that I guarantee you the vast majority of people in the United States, whether they say it or not, are fully on board with. If a five-year-old boy, a 12-year-old boy comes to you and says, I want to be the opposite sex, it would absolutely be evil, wicked, a dereliction of duty for a parent to say, okay, let's explore that. No, you're leading them down a path that will lead to the, the destruction of their body and their mind. And now, of course, I am against this concept for adults too, but he's specifically talking about children. I think that we can all, at least most of us, I mean, all rational people can at least align on that, that we should not allow children to make permanent changes to their bodies before their brains are even fully developed. They don't even have the prefrontal cortex to be able to understand long-term consequences. And yet the people that do have fully developed developed frontal lobes are just saying, okay, let's do it. Puberty blockers, chemical castration, permanent sterility. Let's go. Um, and so he's saying something that is very common sense, should not be controversial at all. And yet, of course, because we live in a very stupid, stupid, immoral, backwards Romans one time, Romans one, um, era, you've got people freaking out about this. So of course he received backlash on social media and uh, there were several outlets, several headlines that uh, condemned him as being transphobic. So this is after he issued an apology, which I'll read you in a second, but just to kind of show you the kind of vitriol he was receiving. Neo apologizes for transphobic comments on gender identity. Neo apologizes for transphobic comments, then doubles down. This is the advocate, LA Times, Out Magazine. Neo apologizes for offensive transphobic remarks about trans youth. Complex Neo apologizes after criticizing parents of transgender uh, children. Um, and so you've got all these outlets just calling him transphobic, but saying that he apologized for these things. Okay, did he apologize for saying what he said? Well, kind of, but not really. So these outlets are just examples. These headlines are just examples of the kind of reaction that he got from the left on social media, on Twitter, on Instagram, um, after making these statements. And it's funny how they don't even have to like qualify the description. They just say his comments were transphobic, not his comments were true, but they could offend some people. But his comments were representative of an irrational fear 
of people who identify as the opposite sex, which is what transgender means. But the headlines all cover this apology, which was clearly written by his publicist. And this was posted to his Twitter on August 6th. After much reflection, I'd like to express my deepest apologies to anyone that I may have hurt with my comments on parenting and gender identity. I've always been an advocate for love and inclusivity in the LGBTQI plus community, so I understand how my comments could have been interpreted as insensitive and offensive. Gender identity is nuanced, and I can honestly admit that I plan to better educate myself on the topic so I can approach future conversations with more empathy. At the end of the day, I lead with love and support everyone's freedom of expression and pursuit of happiness weak sauce, weak sauce, moral relativism that's shrouded in absolutely meaningless, quote unquote, empathetic language that completely discounts the very real harm that this movement, that the idea of gender identity has on people, particularly children. There's nothing that he said that isn't true. And there's nothing in this statement that discounts or even rebuts anything that he said. And he obviously meant what he said because what he said is not even arguable. Um, And yet, of course, his publicist said, I'm sure you have to put this out. We have to save face. We've got to protect your reputation. And so let's go back on your convictions. Let's pretend like you didn't know what you were talking about. You were just ignorant. You were just stupid and that you didn't really mean what you said. And then we can all move on from that. So people were really disappointed that he put out this apology. People criticized him. Understandably, a lot of conservatives on Twitter criticized him for being a coward, for backing down and saying, oh, yeah, I said that, but I didn't really mean it. I mean, we see this over and over again caveating, apologizing, covering up, making excuses, going back. I mean, it's just exhausting. Conservatives see it all the time. There are so few people with spine these days to say things that are just undeniably true. And yet he apparently wasn't satisfied with the apology that his publicist seemingly forced him to put out or had him put out because then he put out another video saying, uh, I don't apologize for what I for what I said. And uh, we'll play you that in just a second. Let me tell you about our first sponsor for the day. And that is Adele Natural Cosmetics. Absolutely love this company. This is the skincare that I use on a daily basis. I absolutely love their stuff because I know that all of their products are completely natural. All of their ingredients are things that you can pronounce. They're actually from nature. A lot of times you see products and they advertise themselves as being natural, but then you look at all the chemicals and all the fake fragrances and everything inside them and you're like, there's no way that this qualifies as natural. That's not true with the Dell Natural Cosmetics. They are handcrafted products in small batches, all American made. This is a family owned Christian company. They care about everything that they put into their skincare and into their makeup. I have seen a big difference in the texture of my skin and the moisture of my skin since I started using them a couple years ago and I'll never go back. Absolutely love Adele Natural Cosmetics and I love the family that owns the company. They're really, really great people. Go to AdeleNaturalCosmetics.com, enter promo code Allie for 25% off your first order. AdeleNaturalCosmetics.com, code Allie. AdeleNaturalCosmetics.com, code Allie. Okay. Neo then, uh, yesterday on Tuesday, posted a video response on his Instagram 
um, basically saying, I don't agree <laughs> with the uh, apology that my publicist put out. So here's part of that video. I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth, not the publicist's computer. So check this out. First and foremost, I do not apologize for having an opinion on this matter. I am a 43-year-old heterosexual man raising five boys and two girls, okay? That's my reality. Now, if my opinion offended somebody, yeah, sure, I apologize for you being offended because that wasn't my intention. My intention is never to offend anybody. However, I'm entitled to feel how I feel. I'm absolutely entitled to feel how I feel the same way you are entitled to feel how you feel. I ain't asked nobody to follow me. I ain't asked nobody to agree with me. I was asked a question and I answered the damn question. I will never be okay with allowing a child to make a decision that detrimental to their life. I will never be okay with that. I don't care. I, I definitely plan to educate myself a little bit more on this matter. However, I doubt that there's any book anywhere or any opinion that somebody's gonna tell me that's gonna make me okay with letting a child make a decision like that that's just period point blank and that's how i feel if i get canceled for this then you know what maybe this is a world where they don't need a neo no more okay so good for him i mean he i liked the second half of that more than i liked the first half because i think a lot of times when we say something that we know is true we know is absolutely objectively true we kind of defend ourselves by saying well it's just my opinion um, i'm sure that i've done that before even it's very tempting to do but i think that the better option when it comes to something like this is to simply say it's true that's how you can defend yourself it's true not just hey it's my opinion i'm going to educate myself and you can have your own opinion and do your own thing. And he and the second half of that, like I do think that he kind of doubles down and says, look, sure, I can educate myself, but I can pretty much guarantee you that there's going to be nothing out there that could possibly change my mind on something this uh, obviously evil and wrong and warped and backwards. And so good for him. Good for him. Uh, because what he said is true. It's undeniable. It's inarguable. There is absolutely nothing that could convince a rational person that transitioning a child, either socially or medically, is healthy and good and moral and compassionate. And you might think, well, yeah, no, there are different arguments. Notice that I use the qualifier rational. There are arguments that exist. Certainly are. They're not rational. They're not compassionate. They're not moral. They're not kind. They're not good. They're powered by fear, by wrong ideology, by false beliefs, by profit when it comes to these doctors and pharmaceutical companies, politics when it comes to these politicians. But it's it's not powered by rationale or logic or truth or anything like that. Um, so Neo is absolutely right. And you know what? It took bravery to go against what his publicist said. It would have been a lot easier for him to just say, you know what, whatever. My publicist handled it. I'm just not going to talk about it anymore. I'm just going to kind of let it go away. People will stop criticizing me and pushing back on me as soon as, you know, I just kind of let it die down. He didn't have to post the follow-up video doubling down on his position, but he did. So good for him. Good for him. I hope that his kids look at this and say, you know what? My dad stood for something, even though it was controversial. 
shouldn't be controversial, but it is. He decided to be, as we say on this show, salmon and swim upstream. That's not easy to do in Hollywood. That's not easy to do in the music industry. That's not easy to do when popular opinion is against you. When it costs you a lot, it shouldn't cost you anything, but it costs you a lot to say something as simple as, I don't think 10-year-old boys should be chemically castrated. And it's actually, we should affirm that the body that they have been given, the body that they were born in is good, that it tells them something about who they are, and that no matter what their feelings are, they should mutilate that body to try to change that body to try to do something that is not possible nor beneficial for them. So you know what? Good for Neo. Neo stood up to the mob, mostly, and I hope that he continues to. We'll see, because I guarantee you he is going to continue to get backlash. Like we see stuff like this and the LGBTQ lobby, the activist groups, uh, the media, they don't let it go. They're like a pit bull. They can't. They lock their jaw on, uh, in our metaphor, a toddler, and they just can't. They just can't let go. That's basically what the media is. They're like a pit bull attacking a toddler. They just can't let it go until they get what they want. And so I hope that Neo stands strong. I hope he stands strong for his kids. I hope he stands strong for truth because he's absolutely right. And we need more people who are not your like typical Christian conservative whatever saying this simple fact, which again, should not receive any pushback whatsoever, but it just goes to show how crazy things have gotten that this is even a story that we have to talk about. Uh, but our next story is also a story of courage that uh, I really wanted to highlight because uh, it should give us courage. We say a lot that courage is contagious. Courage begets courage in other people. Um, we raise a respectful ruckus for the things that matter, hoping that doing so will be a contagion for those around us as we stand up for things that are good and right and true. And this young man, by the name of Marcus Schroeder, who's 19, was arrested for reading from the Bible aloud at a Wisconsin Pride event recently. And then he shared the gospel at a city council meeting and, of course, got a lot of pushback for that because people hate the gospel. So let me read you summaries from the Republican Sentinel, which is the original report of this, as well as Fox News, who picked up the story. So several members of a Christian group, Warriors for Christ, were evangelizing at the Watertown, Wisconsin Pride in the Park event on Saturday, July 29th. So Pride not exclusive to June, apparently has to go on and on throughout the year. And the video circulating on social media, Marcus Schroeder is seen reading from the Bible into a microphone when officers surround him and grab his microphone. As his group questions the officers, they handcuff Schroeder and explain that he was being arrested for violating a sound ordinance about noise amplification. So let me play you a video of Marcus being arrested. But if you bite and devour one another... Beware lest you be consumed by one another. Hey, what are you doing? What is the problem? What is the problem? What's wrong? What are you doing? I just did that in my heart. 
You didn't give him any warning. You just grabbed the mic. No, this is the same one that we had in here. Yeah, that was in there. It was not out here. What is wrong with you? What are you doing? You didn't give him any warning. Let it go. You guys have been warned. They say we can have. We can, they say we can speak out here on the sidewalk freely. You can speak, but there's no amplified device. Nobody told us that. What are you doing? Nobody told me that. How come there's no amplification? Hey, you guys are acting like thugs, man. You're acting like they straight up thugs. Hey, you're 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 taking away my. He has every right to be out here engaging in speech. Okay, so Marcus, as you can see, was arrested. Uh, Jason Storms, a fellow ministry member who filmed the encounter, told reporters that police had also arrested three other young people from their group who were praying and talking to attendees. Uh, now, no matter what, I don't think that this is right, but I do just want to say it's not like he was reading even the most offensive passages from scripture about things like homosexuality and gender. It sounds like, just from what I heard, that he was reading Galatians 5, 14 through 15, or through 16, um, rather, uh, for the whole law is fulfilled in one word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. But I say, walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. That's a great word. So he got in trouble for, um, reading that out loud at this pride parade. So this other ministry member, this member of this group, uh, Jason Storms, claimed that performers at the pride event, which was advertised as family friendly, were dressed in lingerie and danced inappropriately in front of little children who were invited to give them $1 bills. The Unity Project of Watertown, which organized the event, encouraged families to attend, telling the media there would be a drag story hour and a children's craft and play area. And if you look at some of the pictures of what's going on here some of the drag queens the men dressed up as women um who are performing i don't even actually know what gender these people are but they're dressed very explicitly like they're very scantily clad well we can show you maybe on youtube i don't even know if that's necessary but has a, you know this person has fishnet tights on like a bra on and apparently this is supposed to be a family friendly kid events. Now, what's interesting is that according to the Republican um, Sentinel is that there is a law in Wisconsin that forbids individuals from causing a minor to view or listen to sexually explicit conduct. But when it comes to the law that apparently Marcus and his friends violated, it seems like uh, that doesn't exist. They said, the police officer said, we're arresting you for violating some kind of sound ordinance for causing a disturbance. But as far as I could see, this is according to Vicki McKenna. She is a talk show host in Wisconsin. She claimed on her show when she was talking to Marcus Schroeder that through her research, she found that the ordinance in Watertown, specifically in Wisconsin for amplification without a permit, applies only to vehicles, not sidewalk preaching, which is protected First Amendment speech. And of course, I'm assuming that at this event, they also had other people with microphones. And so it seems like this was kind of a bogus accusation. They also accused Marcus of resisting arrest. He absolutely denies that, says that's not true. He was shocked. He was tense, but he didn't resist arrest, he says. Um, 
uh, there was at this event, which was very disturbing, um, there was a performer named Neo. He's a 16-year-old drag performer who's been performing drag since he was 13. He was named Miss Wisconsin uh, Youth Entertainer in 2022. Is also featured on Generation Drag in Discovery+. Plus. So this was just absolutely a degenerate gathering. These Christian men trying to come together to say some sort of truth, to preach the gospel to these very lost and perverse people, and then were arrested for doing so. Now, Schroeder said that he believes that it was absolutely worth um, taking this risk. It was worth his arrest. And one of his friends, Nick Prohl, also said that. He said, I do it all over again. And he said, also making headlines, or the report says, also making headlines for this event was a group of neo-Nazis who arrived wearing all black, waving swastika flags and trying to disrupt the event. And of course, critics of Schroeder and his friends who got arrested the other Christians there are trying to conflate these two groups, saying like, look, this is what side you're on. You're trying to oppose drag queen story hour and minors dressed as scantily clad women performing. You must just be a Nazi. So Schroeder was released with a warning. And then after that, he attended a city council meeting recently where he spoke and he talked about, hey, we were not affiliated with those Nazis. And he also had the opportunity to share the gospel. And I'm going to play you those videos in just a second. Let me pause. Let me tell you about our second sponsor for the day. And that is Covenant Eyes. So Covenant Eyes bridges the gap between technology and relationships. With Covenant Eyes, you sign up, download the software on all your family's devices, select someone you know and trust to walk with you as your accountability partner to protect you from pornography. So the Covenant Eyes app tracks activity on your devices. The Victory app shares your activity feed right to your accountability partner's phone so you can celebrate the victories together and have honest and caring conversations about your successes, your setbacks, and your triggers when it comes to viewing pornography online. And then there's also a family option, not just an individual accountability option. The Covenant Eyes app monitors your child's devices uh, while their safe search and filtering tools keep porn at bay. The Victory app gives you a comprehensive feed of their device activity, sends you alerts if explicit material is accessed, and then together these tools help you have honest conversations that heal shame and strengthen your relationship with your kids. So we just want to make sure that as parents, we're doing everything possible to protect our children from pornography, but also as a Christian to protect yourself from pornography and allowing transparency and accountability can um, prevent that addiction from taking hold in your life. It's destroyed so many families. Kids are getting younger and younger the first time they're able to access pornography. And so while you know, technology like Covenant Eyes can't be the only tool that you employ to protect your kids. It can be one tool in your tool belt that can help you keep your kids safe from this kind of pornographic predation, which can be so detrimental to their bodies, hearts, minds, and souls. So go to uh, covenanteyes.com, enter Allie at checkout for a free 30 days. Uh, Allie at checkout at covenanteyes.com for a a free 30-day subscription, covenanteyes.com, code Allie. Okay, so Marcus Schroeder, this 19-year-old kid who got arrested, um, he got up at a city council meeting just the other day 
And he said this, he said, I know a Nazi group showed up at the event Saturday and people were talking about that. I just wanted all for all of us to really think about this, what's wrong with Nazism. And uh, he uses this obviously to distinguish his group despite accusations from the Nazis, but he's using this as a question to get people to think about the existence of objective universal morality, the existence of right and wrong, and to make people think, why why do you believe in a right and wrong, which is a great Christian apologetics tactic uh, that we've seen several times throughout history. I think one of the most notable is in um, C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity. So that's the tool that he's employing here. Here's a clip of him saying that. I just wanted for all of us to really think about this. What's wrong with Nazism? Like, seriously, what's wrong with Nazism? Because imagine for a moment that there is no God above us, no hell below us, no heaven to live for, as John Lennon wanted to imagine. If we are truly the result of evolved stardust and our ancestors were fish and we're the descendants of monkeys, then where do we find our value as human beings? He then goes on to explain that if it weren't for the Christian worldview that tells us murdering innocent image bearers is wrong, there wouldn't be a problem. He also says that Christians were the number one people, uh, the number one group to oppose the Nazis, which is true. So his point is that without the existence of a God, without the existence of a moral arbiter, a great moral lawgiver, then there is no reason to say that anything is objectively wrong, that morality really is just relative. If there's no one who ultimately places in our hearts the understanding of good and bad, right and wrong, we have no authority to look at Nazi Germany or look at Pol Pot or look at any human rights atrocity anywhere throughout history or anywhere on earth and say that that is objectively wrong. Um, and so again, this is a point that is well articulated by C.S. Lewis in Mere Christianity. And so he is kind of pointing out the hypocrisy here that Christians are called judgmental for saying some things are wrong, and yet the world is okay with saying a lot of things are objectively wrong, like Nazism, which of course I agree with. But there is a reason why Nazism is wrong, and it's because there is a great moral lawgiver who, as Marcus says, made us in his image. And then he goes on, uh, to talk a little bit more about Christian morality, here's what he says. As we become more and more tolerant of sexual immorality in our culture, we've become more and more intolerant towards Christian morality. And the more we become intolerant towards Christian morality, the more we're going to see lawlessness in our streets. The more we become intolerant of Christian morality, the more we're going to see Nazis. The more we're going to see people who don't hold to a Christian worldview, who think that everybody is a result of animals. Drag queens twerking on kids in lingerie is unacceptable. And that's something that we have to notice as a culture. We can have our disagreements, but there comes a time when we have to understand that we are all going to stand before God one day. And we're going to have to give an account for what we have done with the children in our society, the innocent minds and the children who deserve to be protected. So good for him. So I said that he shared the gospel. We didn't share a clip of him sharing the gospel, but he does share biblical truth that I think is really um, important there. And obviously, 
he believes in the gospel and he was sharing God's inerrant word and he got arrested for that. And then rather than cowering in a corner and saying, I'm not going to talk about this anymore because I don't want to take the arrows for it. He decided that he was going to speak out again at a city council meeting. And I just commend him for that. And um, I praise God for the courage of young people that exists. And even though this is something that makes headlines or that has made headlines that has kind of gone viral, at least in the Christian media sphere, it's a good reminder that this kind of thing happens on a daily basis, not just here in the United States, but also around the world. Like there are Christians that are standing up, that are counting the cost and have decided that following Jesus, that denying themselves, taking up their cross and following Christ is absolutely worth it. It's worth the arrests. It's worth the pushback. It's worth the bullying. It's worth losing their job. It's worth hurting their reputation. It's worth even going to the point of death. And so this is just one small example of the courage that the Holy Spirit gives. I hope it gives us courage as well to remind us that we were not given a spirit of fear and timidity, but one of power because of the gospel. That this is just one, in the grand scheme of things, small example of the courage that Christians have displayed throughout history not because of our own strength, but because of Christ in us. And this is happening in a much bigger way and even more consequential ways around the world, throughout the church. And that is the power that God gives us. It's the power that he's always given the church, the power that he displayed in the beginning 2,000 years ago um, is still alive in us today. And we have the complete capability and the power, the authority to be able to speak as this young man is speaking. So I just hope that the Lord continues to use him, that his courage is contagious, that he, in the midst of all this craziness and chaos that we see in the world, that he does raise up young people that are unafraid to say what is good and right and true. Marcus is... Uh, getting a lot of praise online as he should from fellow Christians for um, his courage. So I just wanted to make sure that we highlight that. We've had several stories of these, of young men standing up um, for what is right, saying the unpopular thing. And as much as I can, I, I want to shine light on things like this because I know, especially in the generation of like online bullying that just always go with the flow, it seems, and are typically it it appears in Gen Z not very thoughtful about the issues of the day, especially from a biblical perspective. I, I want to give us some hope that there are and that God will always choose and raise up the people that he wants to raise up. All right. Uh, we're going to talk about another positive story with uh, negative reactions to it uh, in just a second. I'm going to go ahead and tell you about our next sponsor for the day. I know I I just read you one, but I got to get through another one. And this is one of my favorite companies and you guys have come to love them too. They've just blown up over the past few months. And that is Public Square. A lot of you guys ask me for alternatives to these progressive companies that hate our values. Conservative coffee companies, conservative clothing companies, diaper companies. Like where are we supposed to turn when it seems like all the companies that we rely on for our products hate us and are actively donating uh, to causes and politicians that are working against us. Well, that's why Public Square exists. It gives you a comprehensive list of businesses that actually align with our values that you can switch to. You download the Public Square app. If you go to publicsq.com, public SQ, but it's pronounced Public Square, you just download the app there 
or you can just go to your app store, search Public SQ into your email address. And if you want to support local businesses that align with your principles, just put in your location. You can also list your business. So if you're a business owner, you want other people in your area to be able to find you because you opposed COVID mandates or whatever it is, then you need to list your business on Public Square. But for everyone, download the Public Square app. You'll find all different kinds of awesome businesses to support as we create this parallel economy. Go to publicsq.com. Download the app today. That's publicsq.com. Okay, so I wanted to talk about this story in Texas. This is the headline from OutKick. Texas Governor Greg Abbott signs Save Women's Sports Act while protesters outside chant Save Trans Lives. So this is actually ceremonial. This was a bill that he signed into law in Texas, the Save Women's Sports, or uh, in June, um, the Save Women's Sports Act. Act, but this was ceremonial. So he was in Denton, Texas, which is the home to Texas Woman's University. The law seeks to prohibit uh, biological men. This is the language used in Outkick. That's not the language that I use. I just say men pretending to be women from competing in women's sports. Protesters also showed up at the event. The videos that I've seen are just absolutely vile and disgusting vitriolic these protesters who think that men should have the right to enter into women's private spaces and their competitions. Um, Governor Abbott said this, the legacy of women's sports will be safeguarded for generations to come because of the law I'm about to sign. Women in Texas can be assured that the integrity of their sports is protected in our great state. Riley Gaines, whom we've had on this podcast. She's actually the host of an Outkick podcast. I didn't know that. Uh, Gains for Girls. She has been at the signing of a lot of these bills. Again, good for her. She's had so much courage since she was forced to compete against a man named Leah Thomas. Uh, She says this new law will protect the integrity of women's sports by prohibiting men from competing against women's athletes at Texas colleges and universities. Um, So there are a lot of tweets saying F Greg Abbott, all this stuff and uh, organizing this protest. There was a protest at Texas Women's University and no, they were not just expressing their opinion, which of course they are free under the First Amendment to do. They were also trying to cause violence um, and they had their ridiculous signs basically saying that men are women and have the right to go into women's spaces with their baby colored flags and saying all kinds of ridiculous and absolutely delusional and hateful things. And as I said, throwing bottles and saying all kinds of awful things about and to Greg Abbott. And yet he stood strong. Good for him. There are a lot of governors in a lot of different red states who have said, no, we're going to protect children. We're going to protect women's rights. We're going to protect women's sports. And the activists can just be mad. And I completely support that. Activists can leave. You can leave if you want to. If you think that men have the right to be in women's spaces, if you think it's possible for a man to become a woman, if you think it's possible for a woman to become a man, if you think it's good or beneficial in any way for a healthy child to be placed on puberty blockers, for a minor to receive a double mastectomy, or to get breast augmentation to try to be the opposite sex and you don't like the laws that are being passed in the red states, I highly recommend you move to Portland or Seattle. I hear it's absolutely beautiful this time of year. Um, If you don't like it, 
you don't have to live here. Isn't that what we're always told as conservatives? Oh, it's a free com or it's a it's a a free country. You can move anywhere you want to. Or uh, this is a private company. It's okay if they suppress your speech. It's okay if they discriminate against you because of your views. They can do it. They want to do. You can start your own company. Uh, you can start your own tech platform. You can leave. You can do something else. All right. Well, if you don't like these common sense, compassionate laws that are being passed to protect women and children, um, then you can go somewhere else that aligns with your values. That's not to say they don't have the First Amendment right to dissent and to express their opposing views, that's fine. But if you literally cannot handle laws like this being passed without pitching violent temper tantrums, then I'm just not sure if red states are the place for you. Like, I'm not sure if the people around you really want to be your neighbors. It seems like you'd be a lot happier in a place like San Francisco or in a place like Portland or New York City or all of these cities that have just become so wonderful and thriving and safe from the progressive policies that you say that you love. So just try it out. Um, I'm sure that we could organize even like a GoFundMe if you need someone to cover your moving services or something like that. But I just don't have a whole lot of tolerance and a whole lot of respect for dialogue with people that think it's okay for men to go into women's bathrooms. I'm sorry, we're no longer having any kind of rational conversation. Um, I can't really have a respectful debate with someone who believes that a child should be placed on Lupron and chemically castrated. It's just not even, it's not a discussion that I want to have. So I would recommend the people who are so angry about very logical bills like this to just head on out, to head on out. All right. So we've got some good stories today, right? Like they were pretty, pretty positive. Some good examples of courage. All we can do in our own lives, it might not be like signing a bill for you. It might not be making a video for your millions of followers. It might not be protesting at some kind of pride or drag event or speaking at city council. Maybe it will be those things. Maybe it's standing up to your school board. Maybe it is running for office. Maybe it is some big public display of courage, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's courage in your private conversations. Maybe it's courage in your own life to simply do the next right thing in faith with excellence and for the glory of God and to decide right now that when your courage is tested, that you are not going to compromise. That's all any of us can do. And to hope and to pray for the power of the Holy Spirit that when it does come time to actually speak the truth and do what's right, that we will do it without fear of other people's opinions. So I'm glad to see that there are people who um, are willing to make that stand. Uh, all right, let me tell you about our last sponsor for the day and then we'll head on out. That is Eden Pure and their Thunderstorm Air Purifier. So if you need to get rid of bad odors in your house, the mold, the mildew smell, um, cigarette smoke, diapers, Whatever it is, you just want to make sure that you are breathing fresh air. You need to check out the Thunderstorm Air Purifier from Eden Pure. Plugs right into your wall, uses O3 technology to take all of those bad things and bad odors out of your air to make sure that what you're smelling and breathing is actually fresh. Right now, uh, they've got a deal going on where you can save $200 on three Thunderstorm Air Purifiers for a whole 
home protection. So you can put one in the different rooms in your house, the different segments of your house, upstairs, downstairs. You can use one for travel. It's super lightweight. Just plug it right into your wall. You don't have to worry about musty hotel rooms. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Use discount code Allie to get three units for under $200. EdenPureDeals.com, code Allie. EdenPureDeals.com, code Allie. All right, guys, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow is our last day before maternity leave. Tomorrow is our last episode before maternity leave, which is pretty exciting. Of course, I'm going to miss y'all. But as you know, we've got new episodes coming out every day or Monday through Thursday when I'm gone. So you don't have to worry your little head and heart about missing relatable. We have so many amazing conversations coming down the pipeline that I'm so excited for you to listen to. Also some Q and A's where I answer your most pressing questions. Uh, Make sure you listen to those, share those with your friends. Hopefully they start a lot of good conversations because there's a lot of like very edifying discussions and very interesting discussions um, that have been had. We're talking to Ken Ham. This is just one I thought of Ken Ham about if dinosaurs are really what are depicted today. I'm so excited for you to listen to that conversation. I learned so much. There's so many different conversations like that that are coming out that I'm so excited for you to listen to. Um, let's see. If you love this podcast, leave a five-star review. Make sure that you subscribe on YouTube as well. That would mean so much to us. And we will see you back here tomorrow. Ooh.